Um, so now you have uh, two girls. I got a girl, boy, boy, girl, in that order. So two of each in that order. Good. So you done? Yeah, we're done. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> There's no more room in the minivan. I'd have to get a small bus. <laughs> Are you ready to listen to a podcast? Welcome to the Nothing Podcast with Jody and John Z. Find, subscribe, and listen to podcasts about everything and nothing. Nothingpodcast.io. Now you can start listening. And I'm recording. And I'm also recording. And I don't want to wait for you to bring us in because I want to talk about John Tavares. Come on. Let's get going. The podcast where we talk about everything but hockey and nothing. <laughs> Come on. This is the biggest news of the summer. I didn't think we'd be talking about sports much this summer, except for maybe the Jays and the World Cup. But no, some huge transactions going on in hockey. So we got let's I we got to start with JT. There's no way we can't lead with that. Fine. Let's talk about John Tavares who after interviews with six other teams decided to sign with his home team the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now, there's a, a few significant things about this signing. One, the biggest thing is the way Shanahan and Babcock has changed the Leafs to want to even attract, like to, to be able to attract a big time name like Tavares. You think free agents of old, they just, they're like, no, I'm not coming here. Yes, he said he wanted, he's excited to play for his home team and. Trust me, the entire city is excited for him to play in his home team. Um, but, yeah, there you go. John Tavares signs with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And there's a lot of bitter, bitter, bitter New York Islanders fan, fans. New York Islander fans? Who cares about them? There's a lot of bitter Johns out there. <laughs> I am not interested in it, this is okay. I don't care if, if where John Tavares signs, to be honest. Signs of the Leafs, that's fine. I don't care. Good for him. He comes back home. One thing that I just do not have the time for are Leaf fans. Oh, my phone was going crazy this weekend because, oh, you got John Tavares. You know what? Great. You got John Tavares. How about you start getting a, you know, a number one defenseman? How about a number two defenseman? Wait, wait. How about even a number three defenseman? We, 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 we may not even need that. Let, if you just look at the lineup now, you got, first of all, one-two punch of Austin Matthews, John Tavares up the middle. And Nazem Kadri is not a pushover at 32 goals last season in, in the third center slot there. So you got these pretty strong lines. So you may end up just having teams trying to figure out how to stop you and they're not going to bother. They, they won't be able to try to, to even attempt a shot at Frederick Anderson. You know who has a better one-two punch than the Maple Leafs? Penguins? The Penguins. And they also have a number one defenseman. And they have a better goaltender. And they still did not win this year. You need a defense. If you don't get defense, you're going to be knocked out in the first round again. And I'm going to laugh at you. Trade Nylander. Get a defenseman. I... I would do it. I would too. Say Nylander plus Travis Dermott even. I would give up Kyle Connor or Connor Carrick. Sure. One of those young defensemen plus Nylander for say Shea Weber. <laughs> I'd do it in a heartbeat. And the thing is, you wouldn't Shea Weber. You could probably do a Nylander for Shea Weber just for the Habs to get out of that contract. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, you're right. 
You wouldn't have to give up that the second defense or the other defenseman. Because uh, it, it would have to be a signing trade, I guess. Because the uh, Islanders RFA, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, so the, the Leafs have sixteen million dollars in cap room right now, but they need to pay Nylander probably close to ten. No, and Nylander is you know, not ten. Shut up. Drysital. He's going to look at Drysital, and Drysital is making close was to ten. A bad sign. Not a bad signing in terms of retaining dry saddle just a bad signing in terms of a bad contract if you're michael that's, nylander that's the guy you're pointing to he got way overpaid if i was if i were the rest of the gms in the league i would be pissed off right now at the oilers again either way it's going to be plus eight plus nine you got jvr at seven times five mm-hmm. Tavares at 11 Tavares at 11 how can you think nylander's approaching Tavares's contract Nylander is going to get nine to ten million dollars. No way, not in Toronto. You won't. No, no, not at all. Because that's what I'm trying to get at. Is you cannot pay Austin Matthews, Tavares, and Nylander plus get a defenseman. You can't. It's not. It's not a viable option. Well, they got another year to to figure that out. So, just hold on. Maybe Joffrey Lupo will finally get off the books. <laughs> I'm not holding on to nothing. <laughs> Uh, so back to this John Tavares trade. I just wanted to point out something in case there are any Islanders fans, you know, that listen to this podcast. I don't know, but there's a lot of bitter Islanders fans I have been reading, and they're just so angry that he didn't waive his no trade clause during the deadline last year, so they can get something for him. And Lee fans will remember this when Matt Sundin, at the end of his career in Toronto said he basically said he didn't want to be a rental player so he's not waiving his no trade clause and at the end of that season in, in the summer he signed with vancouver for two years for 20 million or whatever that it's the same deal your superstar you could have got something for at the trade deadline but they decide not to waive their no trade clause to you know just ride out that year and there's a little bit of honor in that i, I i'm i wasn't 100 percent pissed at Sundin when he did that I understand he just he didn't want to be a rental player for the you know a month in the season right so you got that factor as well plus I think at some point like he Tavares basically said to him he wanted to stay just make make the right moves (laughs) to show that you want to contend and we talked about this ad nauseum the one move they could have done, they did not do. Yeah. And what, did, what didn't what did they do? They didn't pick up a goalie. What happened? Yeah, exactly. They just fell on their faces. And it's not like there weren't any goalies out there. Yeah. They could have... any Basically, any available goalie, if they took them, even Cam Ward, would have been better. Cam Ward would have definitely been better for them. The Islanders shot themselves in the foot because they have, or had, Garth Snow as their GM. It's like it's like the Montreal Canadiens having Mark Bergevin. He's just he's just making moves to make moves. He's a he's dumb. <laughs> he's just dumb. Like everything that like even when I come to the draft, you passed on Zadina for this center kid that I'm not going to see for two years. You're crazy. Good luck with that. I, I'm happy with Tank City. You know what? <laughs> I'm embracing the tank in, in in Habsville, and I'm okay with it. So, like, you know, I just want Jack Hughes on my team next year, and then, you know, I'll have my own Austin Matthews-type person to be like, 
all excited about. <laughs> so speaking of Tank City, uh, they haven't got rid of Patch yet. Not yet. Um, the only thing significant was Galchenyuk for Domi. What do you think of that one? You don't care. Like I said, Nothing? Mark Bergevin's a dumb, dumb person. But <laughs> you, Max Domi, you could have got so much more. So much more for Galchenyuk, but you don't. Mac- Galchenyuk has scored 30 goals twice. and Or close to it. What has Max Domi done besides be young? Nothing. He had a hot streak of a month or so. <laughs> sure. Something like that. But, he, but can, he, can, he play for, can he play center? He hasn't. Hasn't in a long time. And uh, you, you, you traded your best asset for a non-center, just like you did last year when you traded your best asset to Tampa Bay for a non-center. I'm done. Mark Bergman, I'm going to burn your house down. Unless someone actually burns your house down, then I didn't burn your house down because I don't have the money to drive to Montreal. <laughs> so what you're saying is they should ha- they should get more centers like Toronto did. Three really strong centers down the middle there. One, two, well, and three. Right. But we also have, as in the Montreal Canadiens, have what you don't have and will never have, and that's a number one defenseman. And a number and one a goalie. number one goaltender. <laughs> so it would make sense for us to get a number one center to go along with those other two number ones. So instead of a number one center, you guys picked up Joel Armia, Steve Mason, and a couple of draft picks for Simone Bork. Which is... You know what is a pretty shrewd move? Armenia Armenia is supposed to be pretty decent. Armenia? Armenia. 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 Is supposed to be pretty decent. He's got a motor like uh like Gallagher. He's bigger than Gallagher, which is nice. They they already bought out Steve Mason, so great, I guess. Um I, I don't really care. Honestly. Tank trade them all. Tank to tank this year. I'm okay with it. I actually think what what Bergevin is trying to do, trying, he's trying to do what Vegas did last year and get a whole bunch of speedy guys. And because everybody's picked up have, have are really good skaters, but none of them could put the puck in the net, so it doesn't matter. You mean like how Toronto picked up really good skater, but can score? Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> I'm gonna keep bringing that up just to piss you, can you keep off. Keep bringing it up, and I'm gonna keep telling you that you don't have a defense. Uh, guess what happened in Vegas too? What happened in Vegas? Seven to one odds to win the cup. Now the Toronto Maple Leafs shot up to the top. I'll take the field. <laughs> I, I I I don't like that because it means I can't make place a bet because it, it'd be stupid for me to put any money on the Leafs right now. Can you place bets on the Leafs not winning the cup? Uh, I'm sure somebody will take that bet for you. Because <laughs> uh, you want to make a bet right now? Oh, I I'm not taking that bet. <laughs> that's dumb unless you give me like a thousand to one odds why would I do that I'm going to give you seven to one odds I'll All give right. you seven to one odds that the Canadians of them not the cup. No? The, you I'll, give, give, me you know, seven I'll give you one better I'll give you eight to one <laughs> that they'll make the playoffs that they'll win the cup you know I might take that bet just for fun <laughs> All right. No, uh, I want them to tank. A couple end. more big trades here. The big one I want to talk about, the two big ones I want to talk about. Uh, let's start with Ryan O'Reilly. Going to the Blues for a, a thousand picks. <laughs> no, no. A second round in 20, 2021 and a first round in 2019. Patrick Berglund, Vladimir Sabatka, and 
some other prospect, Tage Thompson. It's Tage Thompson, a second round and a first round, and two 30-year-olds. Berglund is a good third line center. That's great. Good for them. And Sabotka can just play on the third or fourth line. I'm just saying the Habs could have easily gave them more than this. For Ryan O'Reilly. But they didn't. For Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. It just drives me insane. This goes right back to, to me being angry all over again. For not being able to pull these kind of trades. How hard is it to just give them... You wouldn't give them the first round pick for next year because you're probably <laughs> going to be in the lottery. Probably. You the, know? the Blues seem pretty confident they're not going to be in the lottery. It, it doesn't look like they will because they got Ryan O'Reilly. They got David Perron back. They signed Tyler Bozak, who in my eyes has always been a pretty solid third line center. Not He's playing first line minutes in Toronto because we just didn't have any centers. Now we do. So he was expendable. And so he's going. He's he's going to a place where he he he'll be playing in his proper position, which is third line center, which is great. But they still don't have a, a very key element, and that is a goaltender. I agree. Jake Allen is terrible. He he can't get himself out of his his own head, and it's funny to watch, really, because they just let Car- Carter, they just let Carter Hutton go. It's. Uh, and he was the number one goalie last year. I, that. that was just by default, I think. Because I, I don't Jake consider Allen him was terrible. Yeah, I don't. I don't consider him a number one goalie. Did you see his numbers last year, Carter Hutton? Yeah, he won, or he played thirty-two games last year. His his goal against average was two point zero nine on a Blues team that was okay. We've seen this before where the starter is flopping and a, a backup comes up. And I don't know if it's the, the players in front of them that just have more confidence in them for whatever reason, but I do not consider Carter Hutton a, a, a first goalie, number one goalie. And, and he doesn't think so either because he's only getting paid just under $3 million per season. Yeah, and I just think that he he played really well last year, and I just don't think Jake Allen played very well at all. So, and I, and he hasn't done that for two years. Two years in a row, Jake Allen has gotten inside his own head and messed himself up. Two years in a row. Ever since they said, "All right, Jake, number one is yours. Take it." He's like, "Oh, what? I have to." Right. <laughs> it's one of those things, right? But you're probably right. I think the Blues will probably be up there, but they have the same they have the same problem. Their defense is okay. Their offense is great. No, their they, defense is pretty solid. Their their defense is pretty decent. When they do have a number one. They they possibly have two number ones. If you consider Bo Meester in his prime, he's mm. he's not an offensive number one, but he is a like it's kind of like the stay at home solid. Shea Weber type number one just doesn't let anybody buy. I take I take Joe B, Joe J Bowman standard. How about Carl Gunnarsson? Would you like him? No. <laughs> he's a good third pairing though. He's fine for the third pairing. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> uh, I uh, yeah, I think they're okay. Um, I just I think they're I think they're gonna do better than the Leafs to be honest with you. In the regular season or overall? Regular season. Are we putting this on the board? You want to? It'll be fun. <laughs> you think the same. The Blues are going to have more points at the end of the regular season than the Leafs. You know what? I'll put that on the board. I think it'll be funny. 
<laughs> Let's put you this on it? the board. Okay, I'll take it. You're gonna take the. You're gonna take the Leafs. Yeah, I'll take the Blues. Better overall season. Overall regular season based on standings, points, whatever. Yeah, points. Yeah, sure. Points, just points. Points. Yeah, and the re- regular rules for tiebreakers. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Done. Done. Put it on the board. We need something on the board, anyways. Go Blues. Go, go Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing changes for me. So. Just one more significant trade, speaking of defense. Two big defense have just swapped teams. Noah Hannafin, Dougie Hamilton. Um, there's right. some there's yeah. some other baggage with it, but we know the two prime stars in that. Noah Hannafin from the Hurricanes for Dougie Hamilton from the Flames. What do you think of that 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 trade? I, I wanna say it's a good trade for the Flames, but I really don't think that it is. They also got Elias Lindholm, a much, in my mind, a much more valuable asset and upfront than Michael Furlan. Yeah, I, I agree. I just uh, Noah Hannafin better step his game up. I think Noah, Noah Hannafin can be something good. Um, I just I think Dougie Hamilton finally put it all together last year. Dougie Hamilton is close to elite. I wouldn't yeah. say he's elite yet, but he's close. He's knocking like, on the door of elite. But my understanding is. He was not liked in the dressing room whatsoever. So they had to do something. They had to ship him, but they had to get something almost equivalent in return. Right. And so the bet is that Noah Hannafin is almost equivalent in return. And there it is. And he's and he's younger. He's younger. Right? Yeah. He has yeah, and he still has the potential. So maybe playing on a team like the Flames would help him. We'll see. Playing and you're paired with, you know, some better uh, defenseman because in in Carolina, who is he paired with? Justin Falk. Um, too offensively sure. minded. I don't know. I don't know. No idea. I don't pay any attention to the Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> who does? Uh, right. <laughs> 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 um, no, I, I. You know, he can learn a lot. I think in Calgary. So yeah, I think so. I think that's what they're betting on, and they're just and, trying to get and, rid of a little bit of that toxic in the dressing room. Well, and, and Calgary has the depth up front that they can make this, or the depth in defense that they can make this trade. Because I think they are, they have a few number ones there. Yeah, they had uh, they have Giordano. Um, who did I have? Brody. I had Brody in the pool last year. So yeah, yeah, they, that's what I'm saying. They, there's a lot of really good D in Calgary that can help them become even yes. better. I think that's what happened to Dougie Hamilton. They I in think Boston so too. they gave up. They yeah. seem to have given up on him. You know, and so when they shipped into Calgary, you get the mix of Brody and and or Giordano with Hamilton, and kind of just upped his game. Dougie Hamilton would look really good in a jersey, like a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. You think? I wouldn't mind that, but yeah, if he's toxic in the dressing room, I, I don't know. Maybe he was, maybe he was pushing everyone too hard. I don't know what the actual story is. But. I think I think if you guys had uh, this is the two things that the Leafs need, they need uh, a defenseman kind of like Dougie Hamilton and a goaltender. Let's say uh, off the top of my head, Tuka Rask. Those are the two things that they need. Uh, are they both from the Toronto organization? I believe. At one point, yeah. Okay, I get it now. Jerk. Why don't you just throw in like uh, Sagan in there too while you're at it? <laughs> Yeah, Tyler Sagan would would look pretty good too. Then they wouldn't have to spend uh, eleven million dollars on Tavares. No, I'll take JT any day. Yeah, okay, any day. 
No? Who you want to have uh, uh, a points battle uh, put on the board? Sagan over uh, over John Tavares? Uh, no, it's I'll not. It, it's not 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 necessarily about the points. Although, since JT has entered the league, he is number five in scoring. Okay, so this is an easy so bet. For there's you. only only four, including Malkin, Crosby, Ovi, and I always forget the fourth one ahead of him. Maybe Patrick Kane. I forget. Anyways, so you you're gonna take this bet? No, y- y- that's skewed. He's going to Tavares is going to a team with. Nice, even scoring across the lines. And that w- that's what makes them hard to play against, the Leafs I'm talking about. Whereas in Dallas, you know who's getting the points, and that's it. And that's why they haven't gone anywhere. So it's a dumb bet. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you know what's a dumb bet? <laughs> the Blues versus the Leafs. <laughs> For you, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it. Just because you want to bet against the Leafs. I know. I know. That's right. Go Blues. All right. Uh, That's it. Do we we have to do this next part? I really don't want to do this next part. I want to hear... Do you want me to intro this? The next segment? All right. So we're moving to the NBA. And there are three pretty big, significant moves. I'm going to start with the lowest one with, I believe it was Rondo to the the Lakers. Mm -hmm. And that came, of course, after... LeBron decided to sign with the Lakers. And I'll, I'll give you my take on that in a second. But the third one, which is, it seems like the craziest one, DeMarcus Cousins to the Warriors. What is going on? Why, why don't we just take everyone? I just don't care anymore. Like, there is no parody in this league at all. I've been on I've been on this podcast saying so many things about there's no parody in the NBA and I'm just blah, blah, blah. blah. You know what? There is no parody in the NBA. None. Zero. Everybody just wants to get a ring because... And this is this is the thing. We always compare uh, LeBron and Michael Jordan, who has the more rings and blah, 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 blah. It, you know what? Rings don't matter anymore if you do it this way. It just doesn't matter. I, I agree. I, this, it's getting ridiculous. Like, well, Golden State's going to win, who don't even play the season. I'm not watching anyway. <laughs> I, I'm not, you know what? I'm not going to watch the, the the Raptors. They're they're going to either blow it up or keep it the same now because the bronze gone, so they can probably make it to the conference finals. <laughs> I was going to say, right? there, there's an upside to all this. There's an upside, but I don't care. There's no no LeBron in the East. I don't care because they're going to get to the they're going to get the finals and they're going to get swept because yeah, by who though? The Lakers. Golden State. The Golden, Golden State is going to destroy. <laughs> Everybody. Hey, at least at least I'll get to the finals. No, I don't care. I'm not watching. I'm done. I I I'm done with the NBA because they they're not doing anything to stop it. They won't because it's quote unquote good for the league because LeBron went to the Lakers. It's good for the league because Golden State is over in California and it's a big big deal. It's good for the league for that Boston's good in the East. Screw all of it. I'm done. I'm out. I can't stop. I can't do this with the whole oh and then and it's not even going with the the refs. I didn't even bring up the refs yet. The refs suck. They suck. They're they're so biased against the star players that the star players never get fouled. And they, when's the last time LeBron James fouled out? Never. 
Never. It's never happened. It probably will never happen. I actually don't know that. And <laughs> <laughs> he could have. But I, I highly, highly doubt he's fouled out. I will put, I'll put a bet on that right now. Uh, do you want me to look it up? Yeah. G- Google how many times LeBron James has fouled out of a game. I'll just keep on ranting about how the NBA is terrible and there's no parody. At the beginning of this season, I was like, you know what? I'm not big sold on the NHL. The NHL is kind of meh. I'm a Canadian, but I still don't really care about the NHL. And then all of a sudden, it, it switched on me in the playoffs because I watched LeBron James get every foul call. I get every time... Uh, freaking uh kyle lowry or or demar Derozan, they foul out or they have five fouls each and it's like how does that happen they're star players they shouldn't be getting five fouls each it's not like they're they're horrible defensive players lowry's probably the best defensive player on the raptors but he has five fouls are you effing kidding me ah okay (laughs) did he has he ever fouled out yes no way yeah when uh he's got one ejection and Eight times he's got he's fouled out. No way. The first time he got ejected was November 29th, 2017. And And then then all the foul outs were against the Golden State Warriors. And it says LeBron James has fouled out eight times and he's been ejected once. So eight times battered across his career, I guess. But I don't believe it. I think they're making that crap up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, Stephen A. Smith. I don't know if you watch him on. Uh, I hate Stephen A. Smith. He he made a good point as to why James chose L.A. He's basically at the end of his career. Did you also? Did you see that freaking contract? Mm-hmm. Four years, hundred fifty-six, whatever million. Crazy. Just insane. Anyways, but Stephen A. Smith is such a big like homer for the L.A. area. He hates anything Canadian. By the way, I've decided. <laughs> just just listening to him every time every single time listening to him during like the draft and the Raptors draft somebody he goes even if it's a good good draft pick he's like meh that's pretty good but if it's like a terrible pick which has happened many times in the past he is like all over the Raptors all over them but any other team any other team that drafts terribly he's like Oh, this is a good pick. He could turn out to be something. This is a reach, but it's what? No. Why can't you be hard on everybody, bro? <laughs> but he made one good point. One good point. That, I'll give him this one point. End of the career. End of the career. So that's why he chose LA, the center of media. And this is yeah. where, you know, LeBron can transition to other types of money making schemes. Well, he's already a coach and a GM. And a ref, apparently. And a ref, so... <laughs> he should be getting four salaries. Yeah. It, it was an interesting take, and I, I understand that part, but, you know, like, he's already got championships. He's already got money. He doesn't need anything else. From, from basketball, I mean. So why not try to bring a ring or championship to L.A. and become another Kobe, kind of, in terms of celebrity in in California, you know what I'm saying? I think I think LeBron James is bigger than Kobe Bryant. In California, in LA, no, no way. No? No, not mm. in LA. Yet. <laughs> that's that's my point. Yeah. It's the one I guess you're right. The one state he hasn't conquered. LeBron's probably bigger than Kobe pretty much everywhere, everywhere else. else. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
But Kobe had a shot to be bigger than Jordan, and he he blew it up by telling Shaq to go f himself. Oh, I can't imagine how many championships they would have got won together. Yeah, it's like it's like if you think back to Carter and McGrady, if they just would have stuck together. Oh, I know. It just takes so me off. stupid. All these prima donnas. But now the NBA has changed to, you know, uh, I want my own team to. I'll be on your team, and we'll win a whole bunch, and I'll play for four million. Yeah, isn't that stupid? Isn't that Cousins' uh, contract? Five. Five million dollars for, for Cousins. But he is coming off an Achilles heel, Achilles uh, injury. He's not going to play half the season. But he, so it's, it's a, he's going to take a one-year deal anyway so he can, you know, get, back get a bigger in, deal next yeah, year. Get back into it. I understand. So you might as well, I guess you might as well get a ring out of it. <laughs> Which is, the odds are pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Even if he sits on the bench the whole time. <sighs> Yeah, well, okay, so one last sports story before we get into the other stuff. Are you that good? We're good with all this other stuff? Well, I, I still want to just touch on the World Cup a little bit. Have you been watching, or, or you just stopped watching because Germany's out? Uh, I didn't really care, did I? I, I, from, <laughs> like, I really don't care about Germany, but it's, it's one of those, like, Germany won last year. I've got German roots. I cheer for Germany. Um, but I was uh, I watched two of the games... Uh, this past weekend that uh, went to penalty kicks. Oh, don't get me started on that. Did again. you see the game yesterday? Which penalty kick? The Russian one? When? No, the Russian one was absolutely fantastic. That, that was insane. That was good. That was a good crazy. Penalty kick, but for, pen- for was, penalty kicks, because they're they actually saves. That's why. Like inc- insane saves, too. The, my favorite was when he tackled them in the box. Uh, what was that? Was the, that was a different game, I think, where he tackled him in the box. We, he was like on a breakaway and then tackled him in the box and he got a penalty kick and the goalie saved it and then it went to penalty kicks and then they won. Yeah. 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 Insane. Yeah. Um, did you see the game yesterday where Japan was winning 2 nothing? Oh my or goodness. Or two, 2 nil. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't see the game, but I, yeah, I, I, I saw the highlights. I've been watching all the highlights I, that I can, I can. So I was watching that game. And I was like, I want to see this upset so bad. Go Japan, um, because any 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 power. It's like, it's like the Golden State Warriors. If they get knocked about by anybody, I'll be happy. Anybody. I really want LeBron to not make the playoffs because I think that'd be freaking hilarious. That'd be awesome. 150 millions and right. no playoffs. <laughs> they they don't have a good team right now. If this is the team that he goes to to the, into the regular season with, they're they're done. They're not good. But they have Lonzo Ball. <laughs> no. What Anyways, are the odds he stays? Um, yeah, and he, I, th- I think he's going to get traded. Um, but uh, if you think about, or you go back to the the World Cup thing, Japan had a two nil lead into the second half. Into the second half. Yeah. I, I watched. It was it was crazy, oh. and the goals it, were not even there. There weren't lucky goals. There's some awesome strikes in there. The second strike is amazing. Dude, they they were like minutes away from penalty kicks to have a chance to go on. And they they were pressuring to score the goal. Mm Mm-hmm. And did you see the the third goal that Belgium scored? Yes. That's one of the hardest goals to score. As a soccer player, that's that's a very far header, first of all. And that angle was really tough. Over the goalie. It was shocking. I'll give you that. It was shocking. So I, I brought the World Cup up because, yes, the World Cup's going on, and I'm watching 
whatever I can. But what I can't stand, and which is the reason why I'll always love hockey better. Not because I'm Canadian. Because of people like Neymar. Oh, God. Yeah. Did you watch any of this? Like, I cannot stand this crap. During the preliminary, or during the round robin, when, did you see him in the penalty box? Yeah. He, it looked like he got hauled down, and he flipped out, right. and ref went to VAR. Uh, I believe they awarded him a penalty, but then they went to VAR. And they looked at it and said, uh, the guy didn't even touch you. So why did he not get carded there? But because he's a good player. What, what? Yeah. It's the same thing as freaking the NBA. That's my point. Why is he not carded? Stupid. And then in the uh, the game yesterday, did you see that? Him rolling around like... You know. Oh my goodness, for like five minutes? What are you rolling for? And then what does he do? Two minutes later, he's sprinting down. Yeah, he's fine. Go over. Yeah, of course he's fine. It's like it's like a child. You have children. They just want to tell you. No, no, he's worse than my kid. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Like, I can't, I just cannot stand that part of soccer. Like, I love soccer. I love playing it. And I love watching good soccer. And it, it's partially why I like watching MLS more. It's, it's They play closer to hockey than, than I guess, European soccer. I don't know what, what you want to call it. I, uh, South American soccer? I, what is it? I put on the MLS what is it? Uh, with the guy from Italy watching. He's like, this is terrible. I can't watch this. This is just terrible soccer. <laughs> I don't like it. It's either just, just really bad. I can't believe they're doing this, this, that. And he's just picking them apart. It's like me watching hockey or basketball or football because I know all those sports. He knows this sport. So he's just like, this is terrible soccer. And I would never watch this if I was <laughs> like, if I had the choice. Because I was like, hey, man, we're in Toronto. Do you want to like go see the FC? They're playing today. He's like, no, I don't. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, he should have watched a little more MLS and maybe the Italians should have watched a little more MLS and maybe they should have brought Javinko over to the national team and maybe they would have made the World Cup finals maybe <laughs> they were watching too much MLS and that's why they lost <laughs> no it's because they didn't have Javinko they get, they've never been able to score right I mean, th- th- that's been their game plan we've talked about this on a previous podcast and and it's one of the reasons why I don't like watching Italy play. So boring. <laughs> when Zinedine Zidane, Zidane headbutted that dude, the defenseman from Italy, yep. I stood up and cheered. It's my favorite part of that World Cup. <laughs> Even though he got kicked out of the game and could not take part in the penalty kicks, and, and, and Italy went on to win. That, that point when he just... He's not going to say it either, but the rumor is... The Italian guy was talking about, and Zidane speaks Italian, right? Right. So he's saying he's bad mouthing his mom. Oh, you mama! Is that it? Yeah. He, he, and so he's like, "No, that's not happening." And that was amazing. I love watching that headbutt. I could watch it over and over again. <laughs> I be I was instant instantaneous Zinedine fan because of that headbutt. Just because I, I just can't stand their style of play, the Italians. Anyways. I'm going off on a tangent. Yeah, here. let's. Uh, I think we've both gone on tangents here. Well, it's, it's fun, it's a lot, isn't it? A lot of stuff going on in this <laughs> off season that I didn't think we'd be talking about. I thought we'd be cooled off from uh, sports for a while, but no. Still, here we still go. Going. You, you, yeah. Here's my one final sports story that I need to talk to you about. Remember in the last podcast we were talking about Pat Burns not getting into the Hall of Fame because. Or before he died, and that would have been like the cool thing to do if the Hockey Hall of Fame would just do it. 
just expedited him while he was still alive and right. have a special ceremony just for him? Yeah. You mean that? Yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool, that, right? Yeah, but they're stupid. They're dumb. But this year, Gary Bettman gets to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. He's not even retired yet. Don't you have to retire first before you get inducted to a Hall of Fame? I, I'm not sure the timing of this, why he's getting inducted right now. And it's somewhat North Korean, don't you think? Quote, unquote. Like, the the dictator <laughs> puts himself into the Hall of Fame? Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know what to tell you. That's what, it's, that's what it looks like to me. <laughs> he thinks that he's done so many good things for the game. No, no. It, it's a fun game to watch. I'll give him, I'll give him that. But going to Phoenix was a disaster. Carolina's a disaster. Florida Panthers are a disaster. Atlanta wasn't a disaster. Yeah. And but look how they're doing now in Winnipeg. So I'm just saying, sure, uh, I'm, he has a hard cap system. That's cool. But I hate Gary Bettman with a passion. I'm pretty sure 99% of the hockey fans out there agree with you. So my whole my whole point is, what the heck's he doing in the Hall of Fame for? I, I don't know. Bill Has Daly it? hasn't taken his job yet, so he hasn't retired yet. So, dude, just sit back in your office, and we'll <laughs> induct you when you're freaking retired, or like dead. everybody else. You dictator. <laughs> North oh, for you. Speaking of Hall of Fame, I, I, did you see the Terrell Terrell Owens snub? Yes, yes, I, loved I it. love it. I loved it. Because, come on, Terrell, Terrell Owens, how did he not make it the first time around? He should have. So Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He should have. So and the, and the second time around, they're like, here, middle finger. you can go in now. He goes, you know what? I can't make the uh, ceremony. I'm a little bit, I'm busy. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> what are you busy with? Doesn't matter. I just can't make it. Oh, I, uh, he's busy running 4-4 still at tryouts for some team. Did you see that? <laughs> no. He's 42 years old. That. Ran a 4-4 60. Jeez. He yeah. could still play. I think he could I'm still play. I'm pretty sure he could still outplay a lot of guys. But He could play in the Buffalo Bills, that's for sure. They're going to be hope, terrible this year. I I hope he holds a press conference where he's working out during the induction ceremony. Oh, that'd that's be what amazing. I would like to see. I'd take that. <laughs> I would love that right now. Oh, oh that'd be amazing. <sighs> anyway. that's that, that really bothered me, that whole thing. Jeez. Um... You want to know the, the, the thing that I don't understand? My friend just had a baby today. Congratulations. Um, you <laughs> oh, know who you are. Yeah. You had a baby last year, last week. Congratulations. Well, four days old. Four days old. Close oh, by the way, last week. my baby finally arrived. Yeah. She's four days old. And I'm name? up here recording what, a podcast. What was the name? Amelia. And uh, girl, obviously. Girl, yes. <laughs> um, so now you have uh, two girls. I got a girl, boy, boy, girl. In that order. So two of each and that'll good. So you done? Yeah, we're done. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> There's no more room in the minivan. I'd have to get a small no bus. More no more room in the minivan. <laughs> good answer. Okay. Or a short bus, I guess. Not a short bus. I'd have to buy a short bus. Um Okay, so uh anyways. The thing is what I don't understand. So you said your daughter is four days old. Yeah. So in uh, two months, how old would she be? Two months old. And in 13 months, how old would she be? 13 months old. Uh, next year, 
this time, how old would she be? One year old. So she's one years old, one year old, and but in 13 months from now, she's 13 months old. What's up with that? I, I honestly think it's because people can't do the math fast enough. <laughs> I just don't like say, say 16 or 18 months. How old are they? Uh, one year, six months old. They just say 20 months, 16 months, 18 months, whatever. That's it's just easier. Ignorant. No, it's not easier. How's that easier? It's not until two years that they start saying two years old and then, oh, about two, about two and a half, three. Then you go to the half years and then it's easy. She's, she's about a year two, and a half. She's a year and three months. Old. It's. I when I have children, I am not doing this months thing after a year. I refuse. Oh, dude, I stopped doing it after my first kid. What are you kidding me? I don't know how old any of my kids are. <laughs> I, should... I can't keep track of it. I can so if you're listening remember to this their in, names. The, in the minivan right now, pause and tell your dad how old you are. I'll wait. No, I am dead serious. <laughs> Even at three, I was, I, I, I'm pretty sure I called Tristan Daniel 50% of the time. And I've done what my dad has done before, which is basically blurred out every name, every one of the kids' names, hoping that one of them will catch. And the one he wants will turn around to pay attention to him. That's what I did. I think a kid walks by, hey, Alexis, Daniel, Tristan, or whoever it was, come right. here. Like, I have no idea. I, I just, there's too many to keep track of. Now there's a four, so I, I'm done. I should just rename the one, two, three, four. <laughs> you should. <laughs> That'd be great. I like that idea. I'm, um, I'm going to get shirts printed out for them, maybe. So my birthday is next next month. Um, so right now I am 430 months old. Yeah. Um, next month will be my uh, 431st uh, month old birthday. 431st. That's a weird yep. number. Sorry. That's what happens. All you right. want to celebrate me now or you want to celebrate me in a month? Oh, no, we're going out for your 431st month birthday. <laughs> Good. Yeah. That's a big milestone, man. 431 I, months? It is. It's a great big milestone. I'm very, very happy with it. I didn't think I was going to make it this far. I'm surprised you made it this far, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know how much McDonald's you eat. <laughs> uh, I had McDonald's before this. And I wasn't yeah. there, you jerk. It was great. Oh. <sighs> Anyways, I uh, I have my uh, my third round of shockwave therapy coming up um, tomorrow, two days from now. Sorry. And uh, have you heard of shockwave therapy? Uh, I have, but uh, you you'll need to refresh. So it's like um, it's like ultrasound, right? But like two hundred times stronger. It's like, and it, it feels like a little jackhammer on my knee because I have patella tendonitis and what it's doing is breaking up a whole bunch of stuff in my patella to make the blood kind of heal it I guess so there's blood flow in these little places and it hurts a lot so you're you're healing yourself by breaking yourself yeah it's already broken my knee is already not happy okay your knee's kind of broken so to heal it you're going to break it down a little bit more yeah, you're just breaking down the scar <laughs> tissue and stuff that's uh, that's already broken. Hopefully that your knee will kind of repair itself. 
Is this based on science or did the anti-vaxxers yeah. get you? Totally. Total science. It's not like one of those, like, it's not when I did PRP last year when I was like, oh, PRP so cool. It'll, it'll heal me forever. And it did nothing. So then, and I paid a lot of money for it where this one is, is covered under, um, under my benefits. And there's, there's scientific um, studies done that it helps people with tendonitis. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll let you try it out and let me know how it goes. <laughs> I am. And I guess there's like a 66% chance that it works. <laughs> they said one in three, it doesn't work for. I was like, well, you know what's going to happen is I'm going to be one, the one in three. Of course. They're going to be like, or, or do you think they say that to everybody and then everybody's one in three? Ah, uh, you must be the one in three. Maybe you want to try it again? Give us some more money? <laughs> it's all about money. That's true. They just want your money. Uh, anyways. Hey, uh, you know what we didn't mention? What's that? Kovlachuk. He's coming back to the NHL. Meh, don't Do care. We, we don't care. I don't care about Kovlachuk. Just a quick one. Maybe, maybe put on the boards. Up to you. Over, under on how many goals he scores. Oh, I think he's over 30. Really? Yeah, I do. Because he's going to be on the top line with Jeff Carter. Mm. Yeah, not I a high-scoring team, though. It will be. I don't know about that. You want to have more goals uh, this year, Bet? You pick anybody on the Leafs, I'll pick Kovalchuk. No, no, I said over-under. So I'm thinking, oh. I don't think he'll get 30. You don't think he'll get 30? I think he'll get 30 easily. Easily? Hmm. Yeah. Right. You want to put that on the board? I'm not sure. I was on the fence about this. When I introduce this topic, <laughs> but I'm but I'm so, so you sure seem about a it. Too excited, so I'm like, oh crap! Maybe I'm wrong. This is this is how I get out of bets. <laughs> well, end of the year is gonna be like twelve, and I'll be like, yeah, why didn't I? The, the only bet you win is the Blues bet. <laughs> no, the only bets I win are the ones that are not on the board and the ones we that are never official. Well, the only one that you're gonna win this year is gonna be on the, the St. Louis Blues versus the Leafs bet. Should I give you this one just to even it out? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't want you to give me anything. Only I control what I give. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and Drew Doughty signed a resigned there. That's that's good because the least I can finally start start listening to the Fan Five Ninety again in about three weeks when they stop talking about John Tavares and start talking about how many Jays are being traded. Um, and then they won't have to start talking about Drew Doughty coming next year. It's going to be great. I'm very happy about it. I Honestly, two years ago, when we started talking about JT coming to Toronto, yeah, I, I thought it long shot. Long shot. I didn't think it would happen, to be honest with you. So I'm elated. So that's all. And you're, you know what? If I was you, I'd be pretty elated too. But I'd be even more elated if I had a defense. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm telling you. Not gonna need one. <laughs> you can't, you're gonna start. You're gonna win get games like eight to six. <laughs> hey, Penguins of the '90s, dude. Penguins of the '90s. Uh, no, they, they, I, run, they won with Tom Barrasso in net. Hello, I liked I like Tom Barrasso and Ken Reggett. <laughs> those those two guys are great. Exley. Yep. <laughs> um, I honestly think that if they don't get a defense, you're screwed. I honestly don't think they're done either. So I don't think they're done. I think they'll make the playoffs. I just don't think they're no, going no, to be. No, no. I, I mean, with the moves. Oh. 
know? I don't think this was like a primary target. Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, you know, he's going to test up free agency, so let's go for it. And why wouldn't you? It's John Tavares. Right. You kn- here's here's something for you to get your uh, your little leaf leaf motor running. What if they trade Nylander in a package for Eric Carlson? Oh yeah, done. Right? Yeah. It's it, it's a possibility. No, I don't think so. It totally is. They There's have to no trade. Way. There's what? no way. There's no way Ottawa is going to trade Carlson to not only somebody in the East, but somebody in the freaking conference or division. There's Why no way. Why not they? Why not? You get the best player in Nylander, or not the best player, but you get the best player for your team in Nylander. They can use get, a Nyl- they can use a Nylander too. Right. That's what I'm trying to ever get. Since, at. Let's say they, ever since they got rid of uh, tourists, they haven't been scoring much. Well, at that point, I think that you could get. You could get rid of, uh, well, not get rid of, but you'd have to throw Travis Dermott in there too. So you're thinking, but you would also so two this is pretty good prospects. No, here's, not prospects. here's what I'm thinking: I don't because you need to clear the space, right? You need to clear the cap space. You're still paying Nathan Horton five point three million for the next two years. Yeah, that was just uh, to get rid of Clarkson contract, right? Right. So but that doesn't buying, count towards a cap because he's IR, isn't it? Or only like part of it's on the cap? It's on the cap. Um, like his, his, the money that they're paying are st- is still on the cap. All of the five? No. Because it was backloaded. Hmm. So the, the actual cap hit is still there. Of how much? Five? That's what I'm yes, saying. 5. I didn't 3. think it was a five. Really? Wow. 5.3 okay. million. So, if you throw in that cap hit to help the Ottawa Senators get to the, the the floor of the cap, and you throw in Dermot and Nylander, I think you got something there. I would do that if I was Ottawa. Yeah, it, it makes sense, because it, they're not re-signing them next year. No. And they could get William Nylander, I, and I think it would be a pretty good... And then, then... I put money on you guys doing better, like the, the Leafs doing better. Sure, they just still don't have a goaltender, but you don't really need one when you have an, a number one defenseman. Well, you still need one, but I'm not going to tell you that till the playoffs. I- <laughs> <laughs> history has proven. Look at history. You get like uh, Chicago winning the cup with I forget the the goaltender before Crawford. Antiniemi. Antiniemi. He, he wasn't the greatest. But they said, you know what? Crawford's cheaper. Get rid of Niemi. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what do they do? They win another cup with Crawford. Like it, it, I don't consider Crawford an elite goalie. I don't consider him much better than, or even, even as good as Frederick Anderson. Mm, no, you, you're wrong. Crawford's I way see. better than Frederick Anderson. <sighs> I don't know. It's debatable. Check the numbers. Let me just check it out. Ready? <laughs> yep. Totally is. <laughs> oh yeah, what's his career GAA, John? One second. Better than Frederick Anderson. <laughs> I was waiting for a number. That's too funny. <laughs> Anyways, let's agree to disagree for now. For All now. right. Just so we can actually wrap up this podcast, which I thought would be short because it's just about a bunch of trades, but lo and behold, here we are. Yeah. An hour later. Yeah, it, 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 
It is what it is. You know? I'm happy. I'm a little bit happier today, even though I had that NBA rant. Oh, you're, you're happy because you actually got to rant. Yeah, I think so. I, I needed it. I needed yeah. it. But anyways, yeah. think about that Carlson trade. I think it's going to be, I think it would be a pretty interesting concept. Uh, I just don't think Otto would do that to trade Carlson to somebody in the same division. Well, you think about to, to sidetrack onto the Blue Jays where they should trade everybody because we've already been on that. We'll get to the Jays in the next podcast, but they're going to trade Jay Happ and they, the number one team that's interested the is the Yankees. So just having this conversation today. I don't care if he goes to the Yankees. Who cares if he goes to the Yankees? If you're, if you're just tearing everything apart and you're not going to compete against them. But I don't think Ottawa's quite at the tearing apart stage. Oh, they are the they are going to be the worst team next year. They are not just oh, tearing I, I, apart. I, I, it is torn down already. I don't think they think they're at the tear apart stage. Well, they they should check their their roster because it is tearing <laughs> down it, it was, stages. It wasn't that different from when they actually had that run a couple years ago. You know what makes me really really happy? That Matt Duchesne was like, I want to go to a winner, and then he gets traded to a bunch or to the worst uh, team ever. <laughs> the worst team. If he would have just stayed with the Colorado Avalanche and just been happy, he would have been in the playoffs last year. I, I don't know if they would have made it with him there. You know, I think that if he would have just shut his mouth, they wouldn't have had the the oh, if he never demanded the whole trade him. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I think that was a win for both. He got out of there and they made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, this has been a great podcast. I'm very happy about it. <laughs> I am. We got JT. <laughs> uh, go Blues. <laughs> I'm not going to stop until like I want this the season to start now. I, I can't wait to watch this. It's going to be so fun wait. to watch. It is going to be fun to watch seven to six games every day. Who doesn't love scoring? I love scoring. There you go. It's so much fun. There you go. Go Blues. (laughs) Go Leafs, go. All right. right. Peace out, everybody. See ya. Download the podcast. This has been a Nothing Podcast production. Download the podcast now. Find more at nothingpodcast.io.